It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time for another preseason preview. Steelers Bills 630 Saturday. We've got the North Shore Drive podcast. Multiple guests here. Jerry Dulac kicking it off with us. We're going to have some Brian Batko on as well. Fun, action-packed episode. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here on the North Shore Drive podcast for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Let's get into it. You are now listening to the North Shore Drive podcast, a show on all things Pittsburgh sports from the writers of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, hosted by Christopher Carter. Hello, welcome to the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. I'm your host, Chris Carter, joined by Jerry Dulac, also Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, one of our esteemed Steelers beat writers here. Remember, you can find all of our Post-Gazette content at post-gazette.com. You can find all of our podcast content on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Just search Post-Gazette Sports or look for the North Shore Drive podcast that comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, getting you ready for all things Pittsburgh sports. We also have daily content coming out from all of our different beats right here for you all to enjoy here in the Pittsburgh area and beyond. This show is sponsored by one of our great new sponsors, Mike's Beer Bar, my personal favorite place to go in the city of Pittsburgh. You can go there and get any of their hundreds of local beers available, and as well as beers that are available on tap and for awesome food. We'll have more on them later in the show. Jerry, want to talk to you, man, because you wrote the story about how Steelers fans can expect to see more of the starters here. We saw Kenny Pickett and George Pickens in the passing offense in the last game kind of be the storyline. What is the biggest thing you're looking for from the starters in this game, Jerry, against the Bills? Well, Chris, uh, you know, I don't need to see anything from Cam Hayward and Mika Fitzpatrick and T.J. Watt, that's for sure. I don't even need to see anything from DeMonte Casey. Those are guys who didn't play last week. And, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm interested in Keanu Neal. I'm not saying I am or I'm not. But what intrigues me the most is getting a chance to see Joey Porter Jr. And right behind that, is getting to see Patrick Peterson. Now, I don't expect Patrick Peterson to play a lot, but he did not play in Tampa. And I'm just curious, one, to see how they deploy him this year, even though I know kind of what it's going to be. But two, uh, and, and you know, and they want to find us out, what does he let, have left in his tank? You know, statistically, he had a good season last year, five picks, uh, 13 passes defense, actually the second best statistical year of his decorated career. Um, But that's because teams weren't afraid to throw at him like they did for all those years when he was an eight-time pro bowler and three-time all-pro. You know, arguably he was a top three, top five cornerback in the league for years. But I'm curious to see him on the football field. We've we've seen him in practice. I don't think the Steelers want to line him wide and have him run with receivers with his back to the quarterback. But that's what we're going to find out. I don't think he thinks he's going to be deployed that way. 
But more importantly, I want to see Joey Porter Jr. You know, they don't they don't have and haven't had a cornerback like this that long, um, you know, who can run. Joey Porter is a big guy. You know, it was 193 at the Combine. I haven't asked him recently. He looks like he's 200 pounds, six, two and a half with those long arms. Um, he's going to be – I think he's going to be a weapon out there uh, on the edge for them. Is he going to make some mistakes? Sure, he's a rookie, but you know what? He gives them the best option on the outside, and you're just, you know, hey, Mel Blunt made a lot of mistakes when he was a rookie. Actually, was benched once after he got torched by Paul Warfield way back when, and wow. uh, look how it turned out. So um, that's probably what I'm most curious to see because we've seen, we saw the other top rookies last week. We saw Broderick Jones, we saw Keanu Benton stand out, um, we saw Nick Herbig uh, stand out. So uh, I'm curious to see Joey Porter get on that football field. I'm intrigued, too, because I want to see him play against this offense, too, because the Bills have also indicated they're going to bring out their starters for a little bit. And we all saw how Josh Allen did the Steelers secondary last year. He threw some bombs on them and didn't even need necessarily Stephon Diggs to do it. Gabe Davis has proven to be a serious threat in the NFL. I'd be very interested. If Joey Porter Jr. can stand up in this game to guys like Diggs or Davis or even Khalil Shakir, who's also, also a starter for them, I think that'd be a really good look for his first preseason action. Yeah, one thing we know about uh, uh, Joey Porter is that he is not going to back down. You know, he's not a cocky rookie. He is a very confident rookie, and we've seen that at training camp. Uh, that's one of the things they like about him. So no matter what happens, I really don't see uh, Joey Porter evolving into a shrinking violet in any form. I think he's a he's a short-term memory guy. He'll bounce back quickly, and uh, like I said, he's going to make some mistakes, but how he comes back from is going to be a key and they, what they know of him, the Steelers, fully expect him to be able to do that. What would what would you what do you think it would look like if Joy Porter? Let's say Joy Porter Jr. does a great job, and then he finishes. You know, they've left St. Vincent College, but they still have some more practices and a third preseason game. Let's say he finishes the rest of preseason strong, and it's like, man, you got to put that guy on the outside. What does the Steelers cornerback situation look like? Does Patrick Peterson move to the slot, or do you think that the Steelers get a little bit more creative with how they use their guys? Now, you know, Chris, I think the Steelers' plan is to have Joey Porter Jr. start that uh, season opener against mm-hmm. the 49ers. Like I said, I don't know that they want to put Patrick Peterson in that position. They are going to use him as a dime back, as a nickel back, uh, as a safety. Um, I don't know how much he's going to play in the slot in certain packages. He might, depending on matchups. Uh, but they want him playing with his eyes in the backfield, not with his back to the quarterback. So uh, to put him out on the edge, um, you know, to me is not their best combination. He's better off uh, or they are better off utilizing him elsewhere. And I just think Joey Porter Jr. gives them the best option on the outside at cornerback over Patrick Peterson and everybody else. Hey, I mean, look, Patrick Peterson's 33 years old. Even he admits his skills have declined quite naturally. And it's time you brought in Joey Porter Jr. with a 32nd overall pick. They didn't bring him in to lead the band at halftime, Chris. Put him out there. Let him play. (laughs) I hear you on that. I want to talk to you about some of the offensive storylines here in a second here. We'll do that on the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. But first, I want to remind you guys that this show is sponsored by Mike's Beer Bar. Again, I'm telling you all, it's literally my favorite place to go to in Pittsburgh because when you go there, you have tons of options. And I'm telling you, it's also great for sport, sporting fans because if you're there for a Steelers game, a Pirates game, or a Pit game all in the North Shore, Mike's Beer Bar is right across the street from PNC Park and it has the best selection of beer in town as well as amazing food options. 
teams. You can come on in and try one of their 300 available local beers that are available at any point in time, or they have 50 local craft beers available on tap. So you get it straight from the tap right to your glass and you know where it's from. So if you want to try out all any of the different breweries that are in the Western Pennsylvania area, Mike has done a great job assembling them right at Mike's beer bar. You can also get a flight to try out every option that you can dream of for beers. And trust me, you won't run out of favorites because I never do. And I'm always there. You can also try their steak on a stone food where they have an awesome meal where you choose how hot you want your steak cooked each piece that you cut at a time with a heated stone right in front of you as you enjoy a night out in Pittsburgh. Come to Mike's Beer Bar, and when you get there, tell them Chris sent you. Also, we're sponsored by Savinas Kane and Gallucci, their mesothelioma and asbestos lawyers with over 85 years of experience. Call them now for a free consultation. That's Savinas Kane and Gallucci. Back here on the North Shore Drive podcast, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Chris Carter and Jerry Dulac here. Jerry, I want to ask you about the offense here because we saw the passing game come to life and not that they proved everything by simply throwing against a backup defense for the Buccaneers, but there was at least some, 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 some optimism there. Is there a sense that you think that this run offense wants to prove itself, the offensive line and Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, they want to say, hey, like, they're going to be a group that can get a drive this game that pushes the ball down the field. Is that, do you think that's going to be an emphasis for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, Chris, if we saw a little bit more of that uh, this week than we did last week. Look, 10-play drive, they threw seven times. Kenny Pickett, obviously, very sharp. Uh, three passes to Deontay Johnson, a big one on third and 11. Of course, the touchdown to uh, George Pickens. Uh, Kenny Pickett looked very sharp. Um, you know, just one carry by Najee Harris. I expect them to get a couple more. I think there'll be a bigger emphasis this game on trying to run the ball because it was apparent what that offense wanted to do last week. They did what the Steelers wanted them to do, see if they can score quickly. Okay, it wasn't five plays, but it was 10, but it wasn't an eight-yard touchdown like we saw so many times last year. It was a 33-yard touchdown. So they accomplished what they set out to do. So yeah, I expect them to uh, come out and try to run the ball, emphasize the run a little bit more uh, this game than than last game. I'm right with you there. I also think it's going to be really interesting to see the offensive line. Dan Moore Jr. has held on to that left tackle spot over Broderick Jones, and not because Broderick Jones has been really bad in camp, but because Dan Moore Jr., I think, Jerry, just from watching him, he stood up for himself, and he's shown, hey, I'm a third-year player in this league. I've I've earned a starting spot, and I'm not letting this go. But he's also been there to help Broderick Jones after practice. And what have you seen from Dan Moore Jr. that has inspired the confidence in him that maybe he's holding on to this spot? Or do you think Broderick Jones is going to take that spot by week one? Chris, uh, Dan Moore Jr. is not only just a third-year player. He is a two-year, every-game starter in the NFL at the most important position on the offensive line. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pronounce him Anthony Munoz, but he's not a swinging gate either. Um, He is a more than capable left tackle to come in and start at that position as a rookie and then play every game last year. Um, Dan Moore Jr. is is a very solid, more than solid left tackle. And it's going to present a little ticklish situation for the Steelers because he's come to camp. He's reshaped his body. He's looked very good. And, uh, you know, they're not just going to toss Broderick Jones in there. All that being said, just like Kenny Pickett last year, he's their number one pick. And they're going to put him in the lineup at some point in time. The question is when and why. And and that's what we're going to find out. Of course, it could all be settled with an injury. Some people say, well, why don't they move 
Dan Moore to right tackle. Let me tell you, they like Chuksakor for that's mm-hmm. not happening either. So unless there's an injury, I'm curious to see when and and why this will happen because at some point in time, just like with Kenny Pickett last year, as I said, Broderick Jones will eventually be the left tackle. Like you said about Joey Porter Jr., they didn't bring him in to lead the band at That's halftime, right. and, and they traded up to get that guy. So it makes make that makes a lot of sense. What do you want to see from Najee Harris? Because at the start of last season, Najee had a rough start, but he also had the you know the steel plate in his in his boot and all that, and he was dealing with an injury. And I think that the Steelers have not put as much on him to be this training camp monster, which he had been the last two years. Uh, what do you think that he has to show in this game to show like, hey, I'm still Najee Harris, the guy you drafted in the first round a couple years back, and I'm ready to be part of this rushing offense that's going to be a big factor? Yeah, Mike Tomlin even said today that they have deliberately taken it easy on Najee Harris. And to be perfectly honest, Chris, I don't need to see anything from him. But if I need to see in this game, but if I need to see something, I need to see him run like Jalen Warren, which is Mm. what he did in the second half of last year. And I believe that when Jalen Warren got into that lineup and started just running downhill and hitting the hole, it became very apparent to the coaches and the linemen and probably Najee Harris hey, look, there are holes here, so go hit them. And he became a much better runner in the second half of the year. His yards per carry were was one yard better in the last eight games than it was in the first nine. Um, and, and I think that's what you want to see from Najee Harris. But I don't need to see it in this game. It's a preseason game. I only expect him to get a couple carries. I'd be surprised if he touched the ball more than four times, to be honest. They don't need to see anything from him. But when the season starts, the regular season, I want to see him do what Jalen Warren does and what he started to do in the second half last year. I feel you on that. He's Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Jerry, thanks so much for joining us. In just a moment, we're going to get bring Brian Batko on to talk about some more preview. We're going to do our fantasy game that we did last week for the preseason game. But first, before we get to that, I want to remind you guys, this, this show is sponsored by GameTime.co, where buying tickets for your favorite events shouldn't be stressful because GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Killer deals on last-minute tickets with their best price guarantee that cannot be beat. Download the GameTime app to your phone today. You could book tickets even up to the last minute for your favorite football games, basketball games, baseball games, concerts, comedy, theater events, anything near you, Game Time's going to help you find it. Their best price guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. And if you find on a different app somewhere that they've got there's, there's tickets in the same section and row for less at the same event, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference of those tickets. Snap the tickets without stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PITTPIT for $20 off your first purchase or go to the website GameTime.co. Terms and conditions apply. Create an account, redeem code PITTPIT for $20 off. Download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed We're back here on the North Shore Drive podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. We switch guests now, but stick on the Steelers. We're getting Brian Batko in here. And Brian, we got to bring you back because we had a fun time last week with our preseason fantasy team picking. And it gave, gave us a chance to talk a little bit more about what we expect out of certain players on the Steelers' depth, depth chart from this game. Now, for the record, I beat you 37 to 32 last time, but... With this game, now that the roster's open back up, the starters are available. We've added some extra extra pieces in here. You get We're getting to pick an extra t- wide receiver and an extra tight end. So our rosters that we will do a snake draft here for will be a quarterback, a running back, two receivers, two tight ends, and two defensive players with standard scoring plus PPR in the mix there uh, for our scoring standards. Brian, 
as we did last time, we're going to do a coin flip to see who gets to choose if they want to go first or go second. All right. Point is in the air. Call it. Heads. It is again heads. This is two weeks in a row. You have won the coin toss. That's something, somehow you're cheating in my own house here. But anyways, um, you get the choice. First pick or second pick. Uh, I'm going to take the next two. Didn't I, I think I did that last time too, you right? did that last week too. Yes, you did. All right. Well, we'll see if it works in my favor this time. All right. So you're taking the last two. So I get first overall pick. And this is tough for me, man, because I think that it's going to be interesting. It's a little different this time because Mike Thomas said the starters are going to play a bit here. Oh, but I'm going to go with a guy who was a playmaker last time. And I'm going to go with George Pickens because I think that he's going to get more opportunities to have big plays. He was one of your biggest scorers last week with the 33-yard touchdown that, that, that he that he had. Uh, and actually, no, so I'm sorry. You picked Gunnar Olszewski. Oh, I had Pickett, so, yeah. You had Pickett. That's right. So I'm going to go with George Pickens because I think that he's going to see more time on the field here. But that gives you the next two picks. Who do you got? Yeah, I was actually going to take Pickens first overall if that's how it played out. It feels like just uh, if he's on the field for one snap, he may score a touchdown. It. So well done there, Chris. I'm going to go with... Nick Herbig as my first defensive player. Um, as Broderick Jones put it on Tuesday, he played 13 snaps and had two sacks. You tell me what that looks like. So <laughs> That's a great way to put it. It looks like a problem. So I'll go with Herbig, especially now that he's healthier. We didn't even know if he was going to play when we were doing that last We didn't. Week. But I think I might have even mentioned that if he were healthy, one of us would have taken him. But mm-hmm. it's neither here nor there. For my other pick, might surprise you. I'm going to go Mitch Trubisky. I think he knows the I'll- Bills. I like, he could have I like some this. success, especially if he gets to dial up some deep balls against some backups in the preseason, the way Mason Rudolph did against the Bucs. I, I like your strategy here, getting Mitch Trubisky. The Steelers had him running the scout team offense at training camp, so he's going to be fully ready for what the Bills throw at him. He practiced there for all year. The so, quarterbacks, yeah. it's, it's a crapshoot, we know. But now you're the one who has to choose between Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. Or this Tanner is Moore. true. Or, or or Tanner Morgan. This is true, but I'm going to save that pick for last because you already picked your quarterback, so I'm safe there. So now I get two picks here myself. Let me get in the mix here. I'm going to stick. I'm going to close out wide receivers, so you just have to. You don't have to worry about it. I'm going to pick take Calvin Austin again. He was my hero in this last game. Hey, you catch a bomb, you can win. You can win the whole thing right there. That man got me 17 points last week. So let's go. Calvin Austin is going to be my guy. And then with tight end, I'm going to do a repeat. He was actually. My lowest score last week, but my first overall pick, and that's Darnell Washington. I think he's going to get more chances in this game. Um, he's been he, he's shown it in camp. Mike Tomlin likes to feed him. It didn't happen as much last time. I think it happens more this time, and he's a playmaker. So there you have it. I've got two receivers and a tight end off the board here. Brian, who are your next two picks? I'm going to take my two tight ends, and I'm going to take, I think, the guys who will probably be getting the most targets down the line. Connor Hayward. Running it back Ooh. with him. And Rodney Williams, who's been looking good in hot training rod. camp. Yeah, yeah. Hot Rod's been making a lot of plays this week in camp. And, I mean, let's be honest, he's he's not going to make this team over all the guys that they have at that position, barring injury. But I think he's, you know, he's a converted college receiver. So he's exactly the type of guy who should stand out in preseason ball. I agree. He is a guy that should be standing out in this situation. So now I have some tough decisions to make because you haven't taken a running back yet. And neither but have you. <laughs> neither have I. So I get a chance to, to take a crack at that. Uh, there's also, you, you still have one defensive player, player left to pick. I have both my defensive players left to pick here. 
but I'm going to address both positions in 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 uh, in back to back turns here. First, I'm going to take Joey Porter Jr. because I think he's going to get tested a little bit in this game, and I also think that he might make a play or two. I think they're going to leave him out there for a little bit so that he gets his t- test of NFL action, much like they did with Broderick Jones, who played from the second to the fourth team throughout four quarters uh, in the first preseason game. I think Joey Porter Jr. gets similarly tested. And then I'm going to go with a guy who I went with last time, but I think if I didn't get a whole lot of action, but I'm going to go with again. I'm going with Jalen Warren again. No, you know what? No, I'm not doing this to myself. I'm going Anthony McFarland. What am I thinking here? He's he's still going to get a lot of the carries. I'm not letting you get those easily easy points again. What am I thinking? You got Anthony McFarland. He got you eight touchdown, eight points with that touchdown. Uh, get out of here. I almost fooled myself into that situation there. So I'm going with Anthony Mack on this occasion. I think he gets another big chance to score there. All right, I'm going to go with my two running backs. Obviously, I was hoping that I could run it back with McFarland. Hey, we're doing but... two running backs? I have, we're doing one. Oh, you're right. Um, my bad. Yeah, we did two tight ends. Okay, so I've got – see, these are my last – no, not my last two picks. But I'm going to go running back and defensive player because, like okay. you said, I don't need a wide receiver at this point because – well, I do, but you've got both of yours locked both. down. So yeah. I don't need to worry about that. I'll take Jalen Warren. Um, you know, I, I think he could get some run with the first team. And, you know, I'm a little bit nervous that they won't want to get him too banged up. But maybe they also want to see what he looks like with the starters uh, if, if Najee Harris doesn't play much. So uh, so I'll go Jalen Warren as my running back. I, I did consider some of the, you know, practice squad bodies, uh, <laughs> potentially like Xavier Valaday, who's new this week, and uh, Greg Bell. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe they'll, they'll be stars in preseason game three, perhaps. And for my other defensive player to join Nick Herbig, I think in this format really helps to be a pass rusher with a chance at sacks mm. and forced fumbles and fumble recoveries. So I will go with undrafted free agent, another rookie, David Perales, who might get a lot of snaps coming off the edge with Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, Marcus Golden, probably not playing a ton in this game. I hear you on that. You got two edge rushers with, with Herbig and Perales there. That's an interesting pick there. I'm going to go with a pass rusher, but one that's less that, that's not tech, technically an edge rusher, though sometimes he can line up there, and that's to Marvin Leal. I think he gets some action in there. He gets a chance to be physical, but he and he'll get some more action there as they bring out the first team and then have the second team hang around. I think that he'll get more flexibility there. So I have my defensive player it locked in there. So now it's just a matter of we have each of our last two picks here. Both of us can't pick the other the other two's position. I'm going to finish out. I'm going to make my Kenny Pickett my. Uh, my, my quarterback, just because I think that with him getting more snaps, he'll get more chances at throwing and running touchdowns in. Um, and I liked what I saw last week. And then for my final tight end, I guess I kind of, well, I, oh, I have a choice here. I could pick either Gentry or Fryermuth. And that is it. I'm going with Fryermuth. What am I saying? He's going to have more of a chance to catch a. Darnell Washington's him. still available, too. I know. I, I took him already. Oh, that's right. He's not on my team, so he's, not, he's like, hey, if wait, they're not wait, on Brian's Kendrick team, Green, Kendrick Green's still available. He has tight end eligibility in this league. <laughs> he does have tight end eligibility in this league. So my team is set here with Pickett, McFarland, Pickens, Austin, Washington, Fryermuth, Porter, and Liao. You have both your wide receivers to pick here. Who you got? So you've let, let's just there's going to be a clear divide, I think, in these rosters. You're going with the top flight guys, banking yep. on. You know, more more snaps, more series, more production. I'm going with the 
sleepers, the bottom of the roster guys who hopefully are going to make hay in the third and fourth quarter at a cavernous Acrisure Stadium, to be honest. So Cody White and Des Fitzpatrick are my wide receivers. Wow. They get a lot of reps in practice because, again, they are fighting to make the squad. Uh, they've got a. They're going to have to do a lot of work in the preseason to get there. No, but, Hakeem Butler. Uh, I, I got to see him catch a pass in practice first before I do that. He really had a rough day he did on Thursday. Day. I mean, it was he, he was you know mimicking the scout team offense. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say Stephon Diggs isn't dropping back to back targets if he gets them in this game. So yeah, Cody White and Des Fitzpatrick. They've, they've got reliable hands at the very least. So maybe they can. Uh, Maybe they can get some garbage time points for your boy. There, there we have it. There's your there's your fantasy teams uh, for for the Saturday night 6.30 game against the Bills. Brian has Mitch Trubisky, Jalen Warren, Cody White, Des Fitzpatrick, Connor Hayward, Rodney Williams, Nick Herbing, and David Perales. I have Kenny Pickett, Anthony McFarland, George Pickens, Calvin Austin, Darnell Washington, Pat Fryermuth, Joey Porter Jr., and DeMarvin Leal. We'll see who wins this one. I'll post out another poll to see who votes. Y'all voted for Brian to beat me last week, so not only did he Thank lose, you. a lot of y'all lost too, so take that. It's so, called process over results, Chris. They know that my head was in the right place, and a fluky deep touchdown was all that came between me and the win. So we take dubs, however we get them, baby. Around these parts, you know, I have no no offense to anybody on my team, but I I would probably bill this matchup as studs versus studs for the most part. (laughs) Like basically, you know, your entire roster is going to be on the fifty-three. I'll be lucky if two of mine are or three of mine are so we'll see um but yeah i mean it it was it was fun last week and now in person saturday you can look down at me in the press box fist pumping as david perales is coming off the edge trying to sack matt barkley this is gonna be really fun uh (laughs) this will be fun yeah you won't be have to be at home sweating bullets because calvin austin is catching touchdowns. there's gonna be no time on the clock there's gonna be no fans in the stands matt barkley is gonna be like running out of bounds (laughs) to end the game (laughs) and perales is the closest defender and i'm gonna get credited with a sack and just lose my mind in the front row this is going to be great. Follow along <laughs> with us. We're, we're going to be tweeting at each other in the press box so y'all can follow with us. It's going to be a fun time. But, hey, thanks again, Brian, for joining the show. Thanks again for Jerry Tulak talking with us here on the North Shore Drive podcast. This has been the Post-Gazette's podcast, North Shore Drive, where you can find us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, breaking down all things Pittsburgh sports, especially with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big shout-out again to our sponsors at Mike's Beer Bar in the North Star, where they can have over 300 different beers at any point in time, 50 <laughs> on, on local uh, craft beers on tap at all times on location. Be there and tell them that Chris sent you. We'll be back with more throughout the weekend. We've now that training camp's done, we're done, but we will have post game videos for you guys. We'll have coverage here, and then of course the Monday episode of the North Shore Drive podcast. We'll be back talking about what we saw this weekend and getting you ready for another week of Steelers as they fi- fi- final up finalize the preseason next week. We'll see you here right on the North Shore Drive podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. If you watch this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our channel. For three months of digital access to post-gazette.com at 99 cents, click the link below in the description.